Ellen here, and you're listening to The Growth Tribe. Hey everybody, Ellen here, and welcome back to The Growth Tribe. Seriously guys, I'm having so much fun recording these episodes, so thank you so much for downloading, for listening, for all your support. I really, really appreciate it. This has been such a fun process for me. Um, Completely different medium, completely different form of sharing. And I just really, really appreciate you being here with me and being on this journey with me. Just like the name of this podcast, you are my tribe. So thank you so much for showing up each week and listening. Uh, Today, we are going to talk about the four people that I need in my life. And contrary to what you might think, it is not my tacos, girls, uh, as you probably heard our shenanigans on the travel episode. I love them, but that's not what this podcast is about. Um, I started in early June really taking my Instagram account in a different direction, um, really sharing some of the very personal stories, some personal lessons. I've talked a lot about some of the haters, but this one post was one of the first ones I did starting to get a bit more personal. Um, And it started off by talking about the four people that I really wanted to make sure I had in my life as often as I possibly could moving forward. And it might not be quite what you think it is unless you've read this post. Um, Those four people are a coach, a masseuse, (laughs) a chiropractor, and a therapist. So coach, super obvious. Obviously, I'm a life coach. I totally see and appreciate how much having somebody to call bullshit on your excuses, to ask you the hard questions, to challenge you, and to really hold you accountable. I understand how necessary that is if you really want to make game-changing moves in your life. And I'm not going to belabor that too much right now because I'm going to do a whole podcast episode about that shit. I think it's so freaking important. Um, a masseuse and a chiropractor, I work out all the damn time and man, my body sometimes just gets wrecked because I'll admit it, I'm pretty terrible (laughs) about, uh, self-care outside of workouts. I'm pretty terrible about, you know, working on my flexibility, making sure I'm loose, working on my mobility. I try to be better about it. You guys see me probably on my Instagram periodically post about doing Ramwad workouts really, really trying to be better about that. But man, would a masseuse and a chiropractor be so physically beneficial for me? Um, The last one though, is one that is a recent thing that I've started incorporating into my life and something that I feel is so unbelievably valuable. And that is having a therapist. You can quote me right now saying, I believe every single person should have a therapist. Um, and some people I've said that to them before and it's really caught them off guard. They're like, I'm, you know, I don't need the therapy. Like, what are you talking about? Well, I feel like we have this, you know, kind of notion in our society nowadays that if you go to therapy, you're somehow weak or you're somehow, you know, fucked up if you will. Um, and I don't think that's the case. And that really hasn't been my experience. Um, in my very, very first podcast, I talked about the fact that, When I was in graduate school, at the end of my very first semester of graduate school, I was able to go talk to a therapist. And I didn't get into it too much in that episode, but I talked about how I broke down in his office because I felt I was dealing with so much imposter syndrome, so much feelings of not being enough. Um, And he really, really helped me just kind of unburden myself 
more than anything. And I think that's the biggest role that therapists can play in our life. And, you know, on this journey, you know, it's been as, as you know, wonderful as it is, ugh, excuse me, as wonderful as it is and as many, uh, you know, Instagram worthy, you know, photos and, you know, experiences people see, it's intense. Like there's a lot about this experience that is emotionally incredibly taxing. And especially when you're dealing with something that has to do with, you know, some of your relationships back home, it can be even more taxing. So in about um, June, when was this? Yeah, June, uh, May of this year, I was experiencing a lot of confusion and a lot of, you know, just stress and all of these built up emotions regarding some somebody who I'm very close to in my life and how to have a very difficult conversation with this person and is this conversation even necessary you know I had all of this blown up in my head about how to have this conversation and what role this person was going to play in my life and I'm very much the type of person and maybe you can relate to this I'm very much that type of person who I don't like to burden my friends with my hardships and my, you know, intense negative emotions, particularly when they're emotions that I don't fully understand yet. I don't really have my head wrapped around what I feel and what I want to do. And, you know, it's honestly just like a lot of crying sometimes. And I don't really want to burden my friends with those emotions. And so uh, a good friend of mine started talking about how she was using this program called Talkspace. So shout out to Talkspace. You're going to get some free advertisement in this podcast episode. <laughs> um, but how she used this program called Talkspace. And essentially what it was is it was like an ongoing instant messenger conversation with a therapist. Um, it made it so that she could go to therapy while we were traveling abroad and doing this digital nomad remote lifestyle. And I was really, really intrigued by it because I had so much that I felt like I needed to get off my chest. I needed to talk about, I needed to have somebody, you know, tell me whether I was being crazy, whether I was being ridiculous, whether I was blowing shit out of proportion. Like I just needed somebody to like help wade through this mire of negative emotions with me. Um, and so I started using Talkspace and literally, I, I mean, I, I cried to this person. I vented to this person. I, um, you know, not actually cried to them because it's all virtual, but like I was able to use this platform to completely unburden myself. And I think that's in my opinion and in my experience, that's the biggest thing I love about therapy. And you know, I get it. Like therapy has a shitty rep. Like it's something, and I think it's weird because I feel like it needs to be normalized in life. But like the rep it's got is that you're somehow weaker if you go to a therapist. And God, I could not disagree because in my experience, it's been so wonderful to have this just unbiased sounding board for my emotions, my thoughts. Just someone, she's basically, my therapist is basically my journal. I tell her my biggest insecurities, vulnerabilities, thoughts that you know may or may not be unreasonable. And she just listens and asks questions and asks, really, she asks the right questions in return and provides me valuable feedback. Like, it's been very raw and real and it's been so necessary as I was navigating this relationship. And ultimately, we came to the realization that I didn't need to have this big, difficult conversation, that I was massively blowing up in my head. Um, and it was really, really enlightening. And you know, even since then, you know, I, 
I mean, I'll be, you know, completely, you know, real talk with you guys. I struggle when it comes to romantic relationships. I have been single for an incredibly long time. I haven't been in a romantic relationship in years. And I was getting so hung up on the notion of, am I just not open to it? Like, am I closing myself off to romantic relationships? So that then, after we figured out that how to navigate this difficult conversation, that then became the thing that my therapist and I moved to talking about, was talking about, you know, am I open to romantic relationships? Like, am I, you know, am I in a place where if something good came along and a good relationship came along, would I be open to it? Would, you know, would I allow myself that happiness? And, you know, you've got me spinning these scenarios. This must mean I'm not ready. You know, I, I don't feel like I value myself enough. I'm like saying all of these things to my therapist. And ultimately the conclusion she came to, she was just like, honey, you're doing just fine. The opportunity has just never arisen for you to be in the kind of relationship you want. And that's the value for somebody like me. If you're a personality like me who can spin scenarios and catastrophize and is so overly analytical. This is where the scientist in me, I just can't get away from her because I just get an analysis paralysis sometime. And to have this person, this unbiased sounding board, this woman who's basically my journal, I honestly, I don't know how she does this as a living because this would drive me crazy to just listen to people vent. Side note, that's not what I do as a coach. But anyways, (laughs) uh, it's been so valuable to have her talk to, even if The result of those conversation is, no, you don't need to do this crazy thing. No, there's nothing wrong with you. Just to be able to completely unburden myself is the most valuable aspect of this. Like I've thought about talking to a therapist for years. I should have made it a part of my life from that moment when I had the initial conversation with that therapist in graduate school. And I can only imagine how different my life would be if I had but it's like kind of one of those better late than never things. So I have had an incredibly positive experience with going to a therapist, seeking out therapy. I think if you're somebody who has trouble communicating their emotions, unburdening yourself to even you know the close relationships of your life, I think it's even more valuable for you to go to a therapist in that pers- respect. So um, with that, um, I am going to open this up now to some of the questions that I got sent in Um, on my Instagram account regarding going to therapy, how I use my therapist, and the service that I'm currently using. So I'm going to go ahead and answer some of those questions right now. All right. So one of the first questions that came through in the Q&A was ultimately, what's the difference between coaching and therapy? Super great question. Uh, I'm a coach, obviously. So why am I seeking out a therapist? What difference does coaching and therapy serve? Uh, I actually have had a coach and a therapist simultaneously, and I found that they ultimately serve two very different purposes. One of them is proactive. Coaching is very proactive, whereas therapy is very reflective. So coaching is future focused. It's all about creating a plan for the future, whereas therapy, we focus a lot more on past experiences, emotions around those experiences, and ultimately how they're affecting our present life. We really, I think that's the biggest difference is that coaching, we don't focus on the past really. We may you know, talk about a specific story or a specific experience or emotion, but ultimately the point with coaching is where are we at right now and how can we get to where we wanna be in the future? Therapy is the exact opposite. It's where are we at now and how has our past influenced our present? 
So ultimately that difference between future and past is probably the biggest difference between coaching and therapy and why they ultimately serve such a different purpose in our lives. Uh, the next question that came through is, I love this question, why do I need a therapist? Can't I just talk to family or friends? Uh, a therapist would probably answer this question a little bit differently than how I'm going to, but all, and they probably say something along the lines of these people aren't professionally trained and that's why you shouldn't just talk to them. But I think it goes a lot deeper than that. And I think really the biggest reason why you should go to a therapist over family or friends is that your therapist is unbiased. You know, our parents, they love us, they want the best for us, but ultimately, oftentimes they have a nasty habit of projecting their desires or wants for our lives onto us and our situation. Uh, that's fine, you know, it's coming from a place of protect protection and really wanting the best for us, but that's not necessarily an unbiased opinion there, you know? On the contrary, our friends, you know, sometimes our friends aren't able to give us the real talk that we might need in a given situation or to ask us those hard questions. And a therapist really circumvents both of these issues. They're unbiased, they don't really, I mean, they care about you, but they don't really care ultimately if you live your life in a specific way according to a specific set of values. They want you to live your life according to your values and on your terms. And our parents sometimes aren't able to disconnect their values, their wants, and their desires from our values and wants. You know, our friends often can't ask us those difficult questions, whereas a therapist, that's their job. Their job is to give you real talk. Their job is to ask you hard questions. And you know, some of us have friends that can do that, but ultimately more often than not, your therapist is gonna be better able to serve that for you than your friend might be able to in that situation. So I think that's the biggest reason why a therapist is helpful is they're unbiased and they're able to give you that real talk and those ask you those hard questions. I also had some questions come through about Talkspace, uh, how it works, what the benefits are, and some of that. So again, I'm not being paid by Talkspace to talk about them in this podcast. This is just the service I use, and I've been supremely satisfied and happy with it. Um, so I figured I would share my experience with you. So how Talkspace works and how it's different from conventional therapy is ultimately that in conventional therapy, and again, caveat, I haven't done traditional therapy, but essentially how conventional therapy works is you're meeting face-to-face, -face. you're going to a therapist's office, you're, you know, this is like that movie, that Hollywood style therapy where you're sitting on the couch and you're talking to somebody, you know? Uh, that's essentially what traditional and conventional therapy is. I've also heard that you can do therapy via the phone or via a, a video call. I actually have a friend in this current remote year experience that I'm doing who that's how she interacts with her therapist. But ultimately, the, the majority of conventional therapy, I would say, is probably face-to-face. -face. Talkspace, the difference in how Talkspace works is that it's basically like instant messenger, uh, and you have a running chat with your therapist. So instead of you know talking to someone on the phone or via video chat or face-to-face, -face, you're instant messaging someone back and forth on the Talkspace platform. So that's the biggest difference between therapy and talk space or traditional therapy and talk space and that's ultimately like how it works uh, and additionally another interesting thing about how talk space works is uh, in traditional therapy you know it's kind of on you to find a therapist that you really vibe with that you feel like you can be open with and that you trust um, and to really serve the purpose that you need your therapist to serve 
Another difference with Talkspace and how Talkspace works is part of their onboarding process when you start working with Talkspace, and I would assume it probably works the same way with different services that do the same type of thing as Talkspace, um, their onboarding process is all about we're going to match you with a therapist to best serve your needs. So you do a little bit of Q&A with somebody, you tell them why you're there and what brought you to Talkspace, and ultimately they give you a bunch of options for potential therapists that you can work with. Um, and then you choose your therapist from there. You can go through the selection process and be as picky as you wanna be, uh, but ultimately they do that service for you of matching you with an appropriate therapist. So I think that's really neat. And I actually, that's a great transition into uh, some of the benefits of Talkspace. I love that they do that, that matching for you because if I were to go try to find a traditional therapist, ultimately that process is kind of on me to find a therapist that matches with what I need, that I feel like I can have that open uh, relationship with, et cetera. Uh, and yeah, I really like that Talkspace provides you that service of matching you with the right therapist for you. I also like Talkspace because I think the instant messenger format serves very well just being able to share things with your therapist in real time. You know, if you were experiencing something really, really heavy, something that was really difficult for you, but in a traditional therapy setting, you'd have to wait until your appointment with your therapist to talk out whatever thing you're experiencing. And with Talkspace, it doesn't work that way. If I'm in a headspace where I really, really need to talk something out with my therapist. I just hop on the platform and send them a message. It's my thoughts, my experiences, my emotions, and I'm getting those things out to my therapist in real time. And I actually think that's tremendously beneficial um, and tremendously effective. So that's what I actually think might be a benefit of the format and the style of Talkspace therapy versus traditional therapy. It's also cheaper because of the platform, because of the way it works, because you're not physically having to go to a location or block out time in a therapist's schedule, it's a lot cheaper than traditional therapy. So for those of us that are cash strapped or for those of us that kind of don't want to invest the big bucks in therapy but kind of want to try it out for ourselves, that cheaper option is really, really valuable and really nice. Uh, it's also remote and you know, you could argue that people who use video calls or phone calls to talk to their therapist, that is remote and location independent as well. Um, but I think this is even more so. You need much less of a, you know, internet connection uh, or even, you know, the ability to do a phone call. You just need Wi-Fi to use Talkspace, um, which is great for anybody who lives across the country from their therapist or is maybe experiencing a travel lifestyle, which in and of itself comes with a lot of stressors. Um, so that remote component I find to be incredibly beneficial. So I would say those are some of the benefits of Talkspace. They do the, the matching to your therapist for you. Uh, you're able to respond, or respond to and send messages to your therapist in real time about some of the things that you are experiencing. It's cheaper and it's remote. Um, again, and I'm gonna throw this caveat out there one more time, I have not done traditional therapy. I'm not 100% sure in terms of some of the content and how that might be different or some of the process might be different in traditional therapy. Um, but perhaps if this is a topic that you guys are interested in and you like, we can come back to this in the future. Um, I have a couple friends that have done traditional therapy so we can get some kind of insider perspective from some of them about how it works and some of the benefits and what some of the differences are. The last question I had from people is how can I get started? Uh, so ultimately I think the first step is deciding whether you wanna do traditional therapy or you wanna do something that's more of an online platform like Talkspace. 
Um, again, if you want to do traditional therapy, there might be a little bit more legwork for you in terms of finding a therapist that matches. Um, but with Talkspace, really, all you have to do is hop on Talkspace and sign up. Um, and I personally find that it's a kind of a nice entry to potentially using traditional therapy in the future. Because of that cost component, because of kind of the ease of access, because of some of the work that they do for you in terms of figuring and that matching component, I really feel like it's a nice entry level, but really that's, that's ultimately step one. If you wanna do, deciding if you wanna do traditional therapy or if you wanna use a platform like Talkspace. If you wanna do traditional therapy, again, not as well-versed in how to go about that, but if you're interested in checking out Talkspace or one of these other platforms, and there are other platforms out there, please let me know. I can tell you some of the names of some of these other platforms. Um, and ultimately, these platforms, a lot of them, uh, ask around and see if your friends have ever heard of them or know anybody that uses them because for many of these platforms, if you get a referral, you get a discount as well. So if you're interested in using Talkspace in particular, contact me through my website or DM me through Instagram at the Growth Tribe Podcast, and I can send you an email and that email will have a discount code. So if that's something that you're interested in getting started with, definitely let me know. So that's really all I have for you guys today. Uh, I hope that this episode was enlightening and demonstrated to you that whether you're really struggling through something or you'd just like to master some of your more negative emotions, that therapy is a tool you can use to help you do that. I hope that I've demonstrated that going to therapy doesn't make you weak. It doesn't mean you're messed up. The stigma around therapy really isn't what it should be. And really, ultimately, therapy is just one of the many tools for growth that you can add to your personal arsenal. Uh, if you have any additional questions or anything you'd like me to elaborate on, please reach out to me through my website, coachellen.com. That's E-L-L-Y-N. I know I spell Ellen a little weird. Uh, or reach out to me on Instagram at the Growth Tribe Podcast. Thanks again for listening and thank you so much for being a part of the Growth Tribe. If today's show was interesting to you, let me know. Hop on Instagram at the Growth Tribe Podcast or leave me a review. It truly makes all the difference to hear from you guys. And at the end of the day, you're my tribe. I want to be sure I'm delivering content that you're interested in hearing about. So head on over to all those places where podcasts are found, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and drop a review. And if you're really digging what you're hearing, subscribe. Thanks so much for listening and thank you, my friend, for being a part of the Growth Tribe.